Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Lead Volunteers Podcast. I'm the host, kind of creator. My name is Josh Denhart. I've got my friend Jeff. Jeff, buddy, I do like these times. I'm so grateful uh, for your participation that, gosh, we're on like in the 70s of episodes. It's so fun. I know, it's crazy. We're around an 80 at this point, and yeah. it's pretty fun. Actually, by the time these go out, this might be close to 90. So wow. it's it's kind of, it's a fun time. We, we love doing the podcast. It's crazy when you think back to, I mean, we're, it's almost a couple of years we've been doing yes. this. It's kind of... It's kind of fun. It's a little crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, I'm grateful for its success. I'm grateful for listeners like you who mm-hmm. are listening. We're thankful. You know what? In order for it to continue to grow, continue to be successful, we would ask for three small things. Number one, would you like the podcast? Number two, like give us a five-star rating, right? Is that, give is that us a review. So subscribe to the podcast. That helps it get out to more leaders. Yeah. Sharing the podcast, that might be the... Commenting and sharing might be the the biggest things biggest that you could thing do you for could us. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if you are a raving fan, right, and you're like, "Wow, am I a raving fan?" I don't know, that's a we don't know. Make t-shirts or something. Yes, raving fans. But but here's the deal: if you are a fan of the podcast, we would love if you would help us. Mm-hmm. Um, ma- write a review. Just take a little bit of time. Write a review for us and share it with a friend. Well, today is an interesting topic. It's called "Be a Good Shepherd and Don't Scare the Sheep." Mm-hmm. Well, a good shepherd, of course, is looking out for the life of the sheep. A good shepherd, the role of a shepherd, of course, is to lead beside quiet waters, green pastures, care for the sheep. Now, sheep, of course, are interesting animals. <laughs> Let's imagine there's a herd of sheep grazing quietly. Gosh, if we could put some background music, right? So just really <laughs> peaceful music, right? Mm-hmm. The sun is out. It's not a cloud in the sky. And one sheep bends down to take a bite of grass and one of the blades of grass just happens to go up its nose in the most random way it tickles its nose and it quickly rears its head Mm -hmm. now this action doesn't harm him but it causes alarm to the other sheep point being sheep are scared little animals they're Mm -hmm. generally scared therefore the entire herd makes a run for it the one that it went up its nose he didn't realize what he had set in motion. Everybody starts yeah. running, and he's like, oh, there's danger. So he runs as well. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, sheep are scared. The whole herd will follow after each other, even to their very own death. Mm-hmm. So as a shepherd, we need to help calm the flock by being a good shepherd. What does that mean for us? Well, you don't want to share or excuse me, you don't want to scare the sheep. Jeff, mm-hmm. what do you think, buddy? I think this is this is going to be a fun episode because uh, we live in a, a fast-paced culture, a mm-hmm. lot of change, a lot of quick change that yep. that happens. And uh, kind of the, the maybe if I could boil it down to one word, today's episode is about just steadiness. Yes. And, and the yes. kind of security and importance that that brings to That's a ministry. Right. And that doesn't mean never changing. That doesn't mean sticking to your guns until you're out but quick changes we've done podcasts a a while ago now about the shiny object syndrome where you just see something new oh let's do that oh we should do that oh we should do that and you realize that having a a foundation of steadiness and and volunteers knowing what to expect that's right that's going to help set you up for success Uh, just before the podcast started we were talking about uh aircraft carriers the ones that hold uh planes yeah air force when they they go. fly on and somehow they kinda, yeah. these people can land planes on moving ships. It's unbelievable. But do, share that yeah. uh, uh, little 
factoid. Factoid, yeah. So a ship that big, it takes five miles of open water for it to make a complete 180 and go in a different direction. Mm. That's a lot of open water. Yeah. Five miles of open water. It's not like, a quick turn. That is not a quick turn. Mm -hmm. And so in ministry, what can happen... <laughs> is that we're so excited maybe it's the new shiny object or maybe it's just whatever you we begin to get herky jerky with the wheel mm -hmm. to this ship and we turn so fast that people are jettisoned off the boat yeah and that can happen yeah like you said not even just shiny objects of like oh let's try this new thing but maybe your ministry isn't in the best spot and you're like okay we need to make some changes because we're not this isn't yes. sustainable long term but even if your ministry isn't in a great spot and you're you're aware of the fact that some changes need to be made, I've been there, yes. a lot of people have been there, if you throw all of this, boom, just like that, that's going to create the same... The same herky-jerky kind yeah. of feeling, and it's going to cause people to get discombobulated. They're going to have a feeling of unrest. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, that... That scares the sheep. Mm -hmm. It's a little contagious. It's a little contagious, and so somebody might go, "Hey, is this e are they is this even a good direction?" And then you lose a little bit of credibility, and then somebody else, and it just kind of snowballs. And now, mm -hmm. right, uh, 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 whatever a, a blade of grass goes up that one sheep's nose, mm -hmm. and it causes a, a mad run. Yeah, like we see in traffic, someone slams on the brakes, and then everyone. Yep. behind causes that's, a traffic jam for that, miles that's exactly right so at the end of the day we're wanting to talk today about being a good shepherd don't scare the sheep mm -hmm. you're right there are times that are ripe for change but there's a way to bring about change that does that is that okay you want to bring about change but you want to do it in the least disruptive mm -hmm. fashion now go ahead so how do we do that yeah that's a big question yeah so people they have to acclimate to change right um I would say one thing is is pace yourself. Understand that a good leader is going to be in this for three to five years. Like if I were to ever hire someone, I would say, hey, would you be willing to give us a soft commitment for three to five years? Mm -hmm. Now, that's, that's asking a lot of a person. Mm -hmm. But what I don't want is to hire somebody new and they're true intent is to be there for 12 months. That's a bad move. My point is, is that, is that, as you said, consistency, steady leadership. So understanding that change, the arc of change should and can happen over a period of time, mm -hmm. that it doesn't have to happen fast. Would you say that planning that arc it would be a helpful thing? I think that's a very helpful do. thing. Um, I think also there's a whole session that we could do on change, manage change management. In addition, I think that there's a course little hint here there's a course going to be coming through the lead ministry um uh, course offerings that it's gonna be called lead change and it's 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 in the pipeline mm -hmm. so there's a lot to unpack with how to effectively yeah. bring about change but part of it is thinking in the long term mm -hmm. and having a plan having uh, 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 communication strategies uh, talking watch this to the right people your absolute key influencers so, Jeff, here's a funny story. Um, I, I made some seriously big changes. One of the strategies that I used is that I found some key influencers who were very trusted, very steady. And if that person felt it was a good idea, 25 other people would 
nod in agreement and go, yeah, well, if Susan thinks that's a good idea, it's clearly a good idea. Mm -hmm. yeah. You as a leader need to know who those people are. Mm -hmm. And so then I wooed that person. I shared the vision of change. And then watch this. When somebody else, one of those 25, heard about the change, they were upset, concerned. Do I need to be concerned? Should I? Is there something wrong? Notice they didn't come to me. They went to Susan. Mm -hmm. So most of these people who are kind of concerned what should happen, they don't come to this, me, the leader. They come to one of their counterparts to see, hey, should I be concerned? And because I, Josh, had preset the conversation and had a conversation with one of those influencers, she almost, in a sense, did my bidding. Not really. It's maybe a harsh way to put it. Mm -hmm. But she, she was able to talk these possibly scared sheep off the ledge as a fellow sheep herself. Does that make sense? It does. It's it's kind of how I like to lead my student leadership team. Yes. A crew of about 10 mm -hmm. students who give a little extra responsibility and kind of let them behind the ministry curtain, so to speak. Yes. A little bit. And I tell them that straight up, like, I can give an announcement over and over for mm -hmm. 10 weeks in a row about this awesome event that we're going to do or whatever it is. But in, if they hear... You say one time, man, I had so much fun. I got to know so many people. But that speaks that far pitch. greater. That's going to speak far greater than me all 10 times saying how much fun it is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you got to know who your key people are. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Because the uh, other scared sheep are going to look. Here's the deal. They are going to be looking to other sheep to get cues and clues. Are we in danger here? Mm-hmm. That's a natural human instinct. That's what we do. So therefore, a good leader is going to have a core of people surrounding them mm -hmm. that they're going to be in the know. Yeah. Okay. Now, that, oh, by the way, watch this. Let's say that Susan, who is a super influencer, doesn't know what's going on. When somebody else comes to her and says, hey, what's going on? If all of a sudden she has a look of, whoa, and she doesn't understand, mm -hmm. that's dangerous. Yeah. Then all that whole group of people are like, whoa, 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 Susan, she thinks this, she's concerned. We should, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then there's a run mm -hmm. and they're running off the cliff. Now, another thing you said, what should we be cautious of? I would say human beings have a threshold for change. In other words, you, you can only do so much change. People can only take so much. Mm -hmm. And if you consistently change and change and change everything in your ministry, people are going to... Uh, without pushing pause, right? People, the sheep are going to get scared. They're going to be in lack of, they're going to have a lack of emotional rest and they're going to reach like a change threshold and you're going to have a small mutiny on your hands mm -hmm. or people are going to just get jettisoned off the side of the boat. Yeah. You have to put, kind of put yourself in your volunteer shoes. I imagine volunteering for whatever, youth ministry, kids ministry, whatever it is, family. And all of a sudden one week or maybe six months you do one thing and then you change the curriculum and then you change the way you do small groups and then you Dude. change the way that the games are run and you go video based and you go in person and then you go in this room and then oh you go word. on site here and then change how you do communication with your volunteers and that inconsistency for me again if someone were to come up to me i might not have any ill will towards the ministry or anything i'm showing up i'm doing my job but if someone honestly asked me you know what what do you do how does it work I <laughs> like actually, I have no like, pattern. I don't know. Again, and not in an angry way or not necessarily in any hmm, with any thought, just like a reactionary, oh yeah, I don't 
I don't know. I just kind of show up. Yeah, it's kind of herky jerky. Mm-hmm. It's and so if if the only consistency in your ministry is change, you've got a big problem on your hands. Yeah. Because your volunteers, listen, they're only giving one hour, two hours of their life to this, mm-hmm. and so you have to have some consistency. Remember we talked about on the podcast, the uh, storming, norming, and performing yep. wasn't too long ago. Mm-hmm. If you are constantly changing, you're thrusting the organization and individuals back into the storm mm-hmm. over and over and over. That is a surefire way to have low retention with your volunteers. Yep. So I would say, number one, have key people. When you're going to implement change, have key people that are surrounding you, that are in the know, that can actually communicate the vision because people are going to go to them. That's number one. Number two, don't be a like a recidivist or a, an often changer. Mm-hmm. Chill. People have a threshold for change. Yeah. And planning it out. Again, and planning that, that it could out. Be a, it's going to be a whole nother course and it could be a whole nother podcast series. But if we yes. don't just have an open-ended, all right, we're going to do this now. And we plan out, okay, we're going to do this part then. I'm going to communicate it this way. Yes. And you plan it over the stretch. That eases you into that five-mile turn. It gets rid of any seasickness. Yes. And you're, you want to lower? With that. Yeah, metaphor yeah. even further. <laughs> yes, lower seasickness. You're going to mm-hmm. lower people. Like, how uncomfortable is it when somebody is taking a leisurely walk on the deck promenade and, and all of a sudden they get thrown overboard into icy water? Mm-hmm. Uncool. Yeah, if we're trying to disciple our volunteers to, to give them a sense of ownership and excitement about what they're a part of, they need to know what they're a part mm-hmm, of, and and mm-hmm. be able to have a sense of ownership. And when things are constantly changing, it's, I don't know, it reminds me of some of my friends in small group who live in the or work in the corporate world, and it's just deadlines and things changing, and it's in and out, and they just kind of they get burned out. Heads heads are spinning. Yes, and we don't want to create that for. We don't volunteers. want to create that. That's going to be a surefire way to not have volunteers mm-hmm. want to stay with yeah. you one other thing jeff is not only just you know maybe even a step before um uh getting people to to like you know be the person that other people will go to mm-hmm. to 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 find out about whether this change is a good idea is is don't lead in isolation we say this all the time yeah. but if you're going to make a change um you know I, I had a calendar person on my team and she knew the calendar for every school district and i was like what who are you how, how <laughs> your kids don't even go to you know urbandale high school how in the world would she just she mm-hmm. just knew these things and so then she was a key person to have on my team because she would know yeah okay great i had a um basically i'm saying have a a super diverse group a young mom a seasoned mom a, a corporate dad. So you have this team of people that mm-hmm. as you're going to bring about change, they're influencing the conversation. Yeah. If you bring it back again to the ship analogy, if the captain says, we've got to make this five mile turn, here's the chart for our course, and then hands it to the crew, and yeah. they're like, I'm not really for this. <laughs> and they don't make the changes and, and aren't on board with the captain and they're not working together as a team, then you're not going to be where you want to be. No, that's exactly miles. right. And no. so, yeah, if you can kind of pregame it and talk with this idea with your team, kind of yes. chart a course together, you're going you to get to where it. you want to go. Yeah, absolutely. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not a Star Trek fan. You a Star Trek fan? No. Okay. Um, there is, of course, this classic line where Captain Kirk, you know, grabs his comms and calls down to Scotty. And he's like, sir, 
I've given her all she's got that she ain't got anymore. Right? Because he's wanting to go. The captain says, hey, can we go faster? Mm -hmm. And he says, we can't go faster. That's a pretty key thing. That all of a sudden you go to the like the bowels of the ship and you ask a key leader, how are we doing on the ground? And they're like, we, we ain't got any yeah. more. Mm -hmm. So I've watched so many hyper-visionary leaders that they are utterly not in touch with the grassroots where the sheep live. Mm -hmm. And they are making grandiose changes and they're wanting to go faster and they need to go ask Scotty so that Scotty can say, sir. I've given her all she's <laughs> got and she can't go anymore. Yeah. So we need we need to be asking, right? We need to be checking in with people. Absolutely. Well, gang, at the end of the day, uh, you want to be a good shepherd. You don't want to be a shepherd that is causing the sheep to freak and causing the sheep to scare easily. Listen, moms and dads of small kids, they scare easily as well. Moms and dads are absolutely hardwired to think about and protect their children at all cost. Uh, you know, we, we, what we don't want is to lead in such a way with, uh, 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 whether it's a, a, a herky-jerky leadership thing or even just an overly aggressive personality, mm -hmm. those types of tendencies are gonna cause people to number one, possibly get angry, hostile, and they're gonna get scared and they're just not gonna have this, this intuitive sense of, I'm okay. This is okay. We're okay here. We're going in a good direction. I can trust this. Mm -hmm. So a good shepherd is not only going to lead beside quiet waters, they're not going to unintentionally stir the waters and get people freaked. Yeah. Well, gang, this is good. We're so grateful that you have joined us. Hey, what kind of a leader are you? Are you a leader who is thinking through things from the sheep's standpoint? Uh, yes, there are times where you have to lead and you have to do something that, that may be a disruption. There is a way to do that that is less disruptive, and there is a way to do that that is less thoughtful and super disruptive. Our encouragement to you, be a good shepherd. Don't scare the sheep. Well, gang, this has been another fun episode of the Lead Volunteers podcast. We would love to have you subscribe, to have you Give us a five-star rating. In addition, go to leadministry.com and uh, get a couple of three free videos, either about lead volunteers or about lead up. We would love to have you on our email list so that we can let you know when, hint, 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 the next course gets released. Hoping for lead change to be coming soon. Gang, thank you guys so much. We'll catch you on the next one.